Hello and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiacs.com and thank you again for joining us. You can follow us on Twitter at Enthusiacs or check out our YouTube channel, Enthusiacs, where all our Let's Plays and other video content reside. I'm your usual host, Jeff, or Baron Fang. Today, I am joined by Greg. How are you, Greg? Hey there, Jeff. Hey there, listeners. Thanks for having me. And uh, fr- from the West Coast, we have uh, host of the uh, Behind the Line Radio podcast, Nick. How are you, Nick? I'm doing okay. Nice to be here. Great to have you. I th- uh, this has got to be one of your f- few point streak appearances. I'm trying to remember when the last one would have been or how long ago that would have been. I think it was. Well, quite I know a while I did ago. mobile. I know I did mobile games and I know I did QA. Uh, so. that's right. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, let's get to what everyone's been playing lately. Uh, how about you, Greg? All right. So, uh, in fulfilling a promise to uh, to our own Dark Princess, <laughs> I've I've gotten to the start screen of The Last of Us. So, does that's that, as far as I've gotten. Does that um, really fulfill the promise? <laughs> it sort of does. I well, I have every intention of playing it, but life has just been busy, and there was a the the Telltale's Batman released a, a new episode. Mm-hmm. this last week and so i wanted to stay caught up on that so I, I played telltale's batman i love playing telltale's batman because in all the other telltale games they always give you the option to be silent and i never do it <sighs> i never ever choose that except when i'm batman <laughs> because when i'm batman 99 percent of the time that's the most appropriate option for batman so it's a lot of me being silent and and other people yelling at me and being angry that i'm not talking to them but i'm just shrugging my shoulders like I'm I'm Batman. <laughs> what did you expect? Yeah. Yeah, he's not loquacious, man. He's Batman. Yeah, he, he's not a chatty Cathy over there. He's just going to sit there and, and just be silent and wait for the opportunity to punch you. So he's he's Batman. <laughs> uh, Nick, what's been uh, keeping you busy on the gaming front? Well, since the uh, special deal with uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice with donations, I started playing that one. Mm-hmm. That was and... a great deal, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Although I, I was a little perturbed that a lot of people were saying, oh, my God, now I want to buy the game on a different platform. It's like, why why don't you just take the exact <laughs> amount of money that you would have spent on the game and donate it? Yeah, see, that was that silly. Like, I, I saw it as, well, I wanted the game, and I was just sitting around waiting for it to get a discounted price. But I thought, well, here's a way where instead of me just waiting for the discount, I can just buy the game that I already wanted. And then the profits from it will go to a good cause. Yeah. But if you already have the game, don't sit there and think, well, now I should probably get it on PC. At that point, I think you're right. Just, just <laughs> at that point, at that point, you're check. just giving like 30% to another intermediary. When if what you want to do is make a donation, just make the donation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was happy to make the donation and pay full price for it. For, for oh the, yeah. For the fact that it was a good cause, but I also wanted the game. Had I not wanted the game and thought it was a good cause, I would have just cut a check. um and since i finished um a couple of games recently what was it uh uh uh, i finally got through fury on the hard mode which that's just one of those boss rush games so it's fun to to you know beat it as as rough as it gets and uh i got through everybody's gone to rapture ah no how'd you like that um we, we we are going to be discussing that in a future behind the line. Uh, I I have some implementation problems with it. <laughs> it's uh, of of the forgive my use of the phrase of the walking simulators. It is probably the most walking simulatory of them. You, have you seen Dear Esther? <laughs> Clearly not. I have not played Dear Esther actually. Yeah, that one's more so. Is it? Well, I haven't played it, but of the ones I, I didn't played, either, I watched a yeah. playthrough to be honest. But uh, no, yeah, you basically also, played it then. <laughs> <laughs> essentially, when I I, I, I I watched a playthrough of it, and I thought, well, oh, this this seems to be about the same experience. So, um, but I'm also trying to get into Life is Strange. I love um, Life is Strange. Yeah, I, I I'm not very far into it. I'm I'm like just i i just exited the school the first time after the first big rewind thing and um 
I, I'm having trouble with some of the characters already. Like, I, I, I think that photography teachers, he's, I don't think he's a good teacher. <laughs> I but, concur with your assessment. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just characters I don't like start bringing me out of the game, even if they're ancillary characters. But I, I'm, I know you like it. I know a whole bunch of people like it. I'm going to try to get through it. I've heard it gets better after the first episode, so, you know, we'll see. I'm going to try to fit it in where I have time. I think I'm now officially the only person left that ever goes on Point Streak that hasn't played this game. I'm I'm definitely in the minority here. I mean, you got to pick it up. The thing goes on sale, like, all the time. Oh, I have it. I bought it ages ago. (laughs) It's just just on my... it's in the stack of shame. Oh, no, yes, got it. Yeah. Say no more. Yeah. My stack of shame is is something of legend right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I've probably got another half dozen games at least before I can even think about life is strange. Um, and for my part, uh, I probably would be getting more of my stack of shame done if I didn't keep getting sucked back into Warframe periodically. There's a huge update, open world uh, update last weekend that I've been very busy with. There's a fishing mini game that's been added. I know that sounds incongruent but yes there actually is a fishing mini game in there and uh additionally... I, I, i'm i'm just more surprised that you describe it as periodic because every time <laughs> i see you on steam you're playing warframe i don't know if you i, I don't believe you ever stopped <laughs> not really not not for long periods anyway uh, i once put it down for a year a while ago but it's been a, been a while since i left it for a long period of time uh in addition to that um, i've been playing a bit of um they released ports of uh, the first two Star Control games, including the second game, uh, Urquan Masters, which is a, a slight tweak of the game that came out back in 1993, which is a classic and a favorite of mine, and that's been interesting. Um, it's pretty dated, but still an excellent game, and um, if people aren't aware of it, it's extremely influential. I, I don't think you have... I don't think you end up with a Mass Effect without Star Control, to be honest. Uh, it's... Uh, Excellent, but uh, I have to, I have to admit it's it's showing its age, even though uh, it is very very well written and and still still fun for what it is. Um, uh, keyboard controls too, that's taking a bit of getting used to. Um, well, let's get to the topic at hand, and this is something we teased a little while ago. We we handle a lot of um, genres here on Point Street Gaming genres, and. Uh, that that's actually a question we're going to get to <laughs> uh, about this this genre and whether or not it actually qualifies or not. We're going to be talking. Yes. Re- <laughs> yeah, I, it does. We're going to be talking wrestling games. Um, wrestling games. Ra- wrestling games, and uh, we're we're talking pro wrestling now. Maybe out there on the periphery of gaming, there is a like Olympic wrestling game, perhaps. No, that doesn't count. No, <laughs> I, none I'm, of that. Fake I'm just, stuff. I'm just clarifying <laughs> for the listeners. Uh, but no, we're talking about uh, pro pro wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. I I go pretty far back with this genre. Uh, personally, to uh, WrestleMania on the NES. Uh, where would you two uh, have have? What would be the first titles you would have played wrestling wise uh, early in your gaming careers? Oh, go yeah, ahead. I think yeah. Uh, the, the first ones I can think of were uh, WrestleMania on the NES, but more so pro wrestling on the NES. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah, same here. Exact same. Yeah. Fighter I, Hayabusa with the back brain kick. I have to admit, I, I'm not really familiar with that one. Was that an in- like an in-house Nintendo title? Like all the, like I don't all think, the other it, I don't think it was in-house. It might have been Tecmo even, but um, it, uh, yeah, that was the one that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also seem to remember there was uh, right about the same time that the uh, WrestleMania was coming out on the Nintendo. There was mm. uh, an arcade game, uh, Superstars, mm. and Sounds yeah, I, I I definitely have memories of of Superstars. I remember it being like a real coin eater because you you would lose all your energy and get pinned, and like if you put another quarter in, your guy would get all his energy back and he would kick out. So that's yeah, like that was... to keep. Keep that was the one that had that was the one that had like uh, I think demolition and the million dollar man and the uh, the big boss man. Yes, I <laughs> yeah. definitely remember the big boss man. Yeah, you know why is he the most memorable one in that? Because that's the one that I remember be, the most. Because too. everyone loves the big boss man. <laughs> he represents law and order for the WWF. <laughs> uh, I uh, I like I I liked when Big Boss Man went SWAT. 
he started off as being sort of a uniformed officer and ended up like in that full SWAT gear later on when he yeah. sort of evolved well, his character a little bit. He had he had some really weird angles back when I was watching. At one point, didn't he he stole Big Show's dead dad and drove <laughs> the point, drove he, around dragging the coffin behind him with the Big Show riding the coffin. Oh, oh those guys are good sports. Oh. <laughs> what good sports? Well, there was yeah. also the time the Undertaker hung him. <laughs> That's true. Oh. <laughs> I can vaguely remember that. And then he was on Raw the next night. No explanation. He was fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you this... gotta love some of these guys. Will just they're just professionals. They're just like, I will do whatever stupid angle you want me to do as long as there's a paycheck in it. <laughs> and God bless you, Mark Henry, for that. Yeah. There, there was also the um, the Pepe uh, the Greg, dog. You and I, you and I knew one guy who, when he came back with the whole SWAT things, just like just one time, just one time, I want him to come out with his old music, just one time, and. He did one time. Come yep. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this leads me to a, a perhaps an obvious question, but it might be valuable for the uninitiated. Uh, and, and I'll ask you both. Uh, Greg, do you need to like pro wrestling to like wrestling video games? Is that a is that a requirement? It helps, <laughs> I will say. It, you, you don't have to, um, but it it really does help because i i find because there's been a, some of these games that i've played and the one that immediately pops to my head was uh it was on playstation and it used the uh it used the uh, the aki versus engine. the world wcw and, versus yeah, the world wcw versus the world and so like the wcw portion it was a very small part of the roster was wcw mm. and the rest of them were people that you know i at that point in time i would not have been savvy enough to recognize even by move set but it was like it, half was WCW. I would I would say even less than half. I want to say it was about maybe twenty five percent of them were WCW, and everyone else was just people that were might as well have been random as far as I was concerned. And well, the WCW guys definitely helped, and I exclusively played as Sting. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was kind of fun playing as some of those other guys sometimes. So I think I think if you weren't interested in, in pro wrestling at all. I I would I would have a hard time envisioning you getting into some of these games, mm. but if you were playing these games and didn't enjoy pro wrestling, you you would probably you know be able to have your share of fun with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As as a game, a lot of them you can have fun with. Uh, a lot of them, the, uh, a good number of the games, not all of them, but a good number of them have solid mechanics that you can enjoy uh, as fighting games. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, the yeah, it's, the AKI engine went on to be a, a Def Jam fighting game, didn't it? Yep. <laughs> and a, and a number of uh, of the other games were base essentially fighting games. There was even a, a weird FMW game that's a Japanese promotion, uh, a game that got released in Japan that was a fighting game. Or Saturday Night Slam Masters, which was essentially a fighting game in a pro wrestling in, in, in ring a with ring. some up and down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, wasn't uh, Super WrestleMania, wasn't that one? Or no, it was, Wrestle, it was WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. Uh, that, is that, that, is that the weird one where the Undertaker was throwing ghosts and stuff? The, yeah, he was. He would throw because it was it was like your your mix of Mortal Kombat and wrestling because obviously. And so he would throw ghosts. He would materialize a literal tombstone in his hands and hit his <laughs> opponent over the head with him. Instead of a mm-hmm. chair. And uh, when he did a choke slam, he like jumped 45 feet in the air to do yep. it. And Shawn Michaels could just produce a baseball bat out of nowhere, and he would use it to hit people. And you'd have well, these weird combos. And fatality like things. I think uh, I remember Shawn Michaels had the Heartbreak Hotel. Uh, set would just materialize and drop on his opponent or was that the in your house version on the PlayStation? that was the in your house version yeah <laughs> that was that was on the with the playstation pc in saturn it doesn't matter you don't want to play that way everyone <laughs> I don't should just know. forget those I'm, yeah I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to go back in my brain and i want I, to I actually right kind of preferred the ljn super <laughs> nes games oh LJN. Oh, the, oh, the ones yeah. uh the button mashers yeah the raw royal rumble and yeah something yeah there was a i think there was one that was called wrestlemania or super wrestlemania i di- i didn't have it on snes but i did have the genesis version which had more wrestlers on it including papa shango mm. and irs <laughs> irs guys hey hey Erwin hey, hey, hey. Oh, remember I forgot about remember him. the uh real american music was originally 
for IRS. Sure Not was. as IRS, but when he was microtondo tagging oh. with Barry Windham as the U.S. Express. They're the ones who oh. got the uh, the Derringer the Derringer music. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've uh, you mentioned something that I did want to get to uh, on the subject of genre. So. Um, I, I think we're all in agreement that this uh, this deserves to be its own genre. They're, they're mm-hmm. pretty distinct. Every once in a while, though, I hear them lumped in with fighting games. In fact, I think just a few short years ago, uh, a wrestling title won <laughs> fighting game of the year. And I remember hearing that and thinking, fighting game? Uh, for, again, But, I mean, if you think about it, Jeff, though, it's, it's probably closer to that than calling it a sports simulator. Uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, and, and uh, obviously, this, this is something that's, you know, you've got to classify it somewhere. But for some... They're cousins. I would consider them cousins. Yeah, as, as would I. Um, what would you say, what would you say, Nick, sets them apart from just your average fighting game, like a Street Fighter or a Mortal Kombat, uh, apart, apart from the, uh, the fact that most of them have... Uh, up down as you said third dimension element to them yeah there's um well first of all there's aside from the ones that basically are fighting games Mm. you know there's there's a certain rule set and um world and reality that happens in pro wrestling and that's why it helps to be somewhat of a fan of pro wrestling to be able to buy into that whole format in your competition in the game yeah uh, stuff like, you know, pins, submissions, uh, where you can have a bit of storylines, the pacing, there's no time limit. Yep. Uh, there's no, well, at least the good wrestling games, in my opinion, don't ha- really have a life meter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. a big, that's a big distinction. It's, uh, mm-hmm. but, and you're right. It, there, there is this. And a ring is required. I, it, it, yeah. Any pro wrestling game you have that doesn't have a ring, there's something wrong. I'm looking at you, WCW Backstage Assault. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I played that game and you, you're just shaking your head. You're like, how did you somehow make a wrestling game without a wrestling ring in it? Yeah. And there's a whole lot more using your environment to your advantage as a weapon. Yeah. So imagine, you know, Street Fighter where uh, Vega can climb up on the fence. Uh, So let's just say he instead of having other stages where he could bounce off the wall and do that. No, he requires the fence to do it. And it's stage specific what he can do. Like everybody has stuff like that everywhere. Yeah. You know, bouncing off the ropes, the whole Irish whip thing, jumping off the turnbuckle, throwing you into the uh, ring post, uh, sending you through tables, a lot of that stuff. Um, And again, pinfalls. Pinfalls are just a completely different way to end a match than a knockout. Yeah. And submissions and all that other very And and strategizing. Yeah. Like, yeah. The the strategy is different. The pace is different. In in Mortal Kombat, I don't try to sweep the leg repeatedly because I'm going for a leg submission. You know, it's just yeah. it's all about whittling away the life bar. Whereas when I'm when I'm playing, you know, WWF No Mercy or WWF WrestleMania 2000, that's what I'm doing. I'm working the leg because I'm looking for the leg submission. But you know, that's you know, Rue and Ken don't don't really care about where they hit you. They just want to yeah. hit you. Yeah, that uh, sort of neatly leads me to my next question. Um, I. I don't know about YouTube, but some of the best multiplayer experiences, and I'm I'm in particular talking about the three and four and more people playing at once experiences, have been with wrestling games. It, there's just something about wrestling games, playing them in, with groups of four or more, that even even a bad wrestling game somehow can manage to be fun, to be fun with four players, mm-hmm. and in a way that other games can't quite match there's just something about them i I remember the first time i ever played the the first wcw versus nwo game on n64 and it was i i I mean within within five minutes i the the controls were not super complicated as as you'll probably both remember but it, it just all you had to do was have watched five minutes of wrestling and you totally understood what was required of you <laughs> and you know obviously you could strategize and get better at it but it it's just it's just a multiplayer experience that if you if you're out there and thinking to yourself I'm above this um I I would recommend giving it a try you have you two had similar similarly good experiences with the multiplayer side of things yeah ironically we have a uh, good shared experiences yes. with the multiplayer side of things 
We've, uh, yeah, <laughs> Ironically, we actually... that was like the basis of our friendship initially. <laughs> it, it actually was. <laughs> we used to, uh, we we had a bunch of mutual friends, and we would get together. What was it Friday nights, right, Nick? I think so. Yeah, it was Friday nights, and we would play. And it started with, I think, it started with WCW versus NWO World Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't so much play around that era. You, you were playing with everybody, and I was kind of Johnny Come Lately with uh, when they had all shifted to WWF WrestleMania 2000. And then that, of course, graduated to uh, WWF No Mercy. And we played that for quite a while and, and, oh, yeah. and quite a bit of time on that. And then, you know, by that point, we were graduating and going off in our different directions. And so, but yeah, for, for a good chunk of time there, there was a, an era where we where we got together uh, with, with a group of friends every Friday night to play the games. And Nick and I, most Saturday nights, would then hang out in my <laughs> dorm room and, and play the games as well. So we would we would create. We would do create a wrestler to recreate actual wrestlers. We would practice our tag team matches mm-hmm. until what was it like three in the morning, and then we'd watch Batman the Animated Series rerun on Cartoon Network. We sure did. Absolutely, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can. Dig, dig, diggity, dig, I, diggity, dog. I can remember <laughs> in those WCW games, uh, literally when new wrestlers would come out that weren't in the roster, going through and painstakingly sitting down with my brother and and work and like creating the move lists like when mm-hmm. when mortis or chris canyon or whatever he was initially called uh arrived on the scene we observed him for a few matches and then within a few weeks we were able to make <laughs> a pretty spot on <laughs> chris canyon mm-hmm. in the game that's another thing that i think really separates uh wrestling games uh particularly modern wrestling games from from fighting games is yes there's a degree of customization and microtransactions for belts and all outfits and all manner of stuff but wrestling games were really ahead of the curve on that uh like just being able to build a wrestler uh as nick has done for for the enthusiasts literally move by (laughs) move piece by piece and now to the point where you i'm gonna i'm gonna throw out a plug any other uh any other podcasters out there want to be on the uh enthusiasts wrestle gaming championship just hit me up and and give we can give me a little information and i'll put you in there too But yeah, I, I remember there's there is still a little bit of me. Not that I watch an awful a lot of wrestling these days. Um, in fact, I, I watch next to none if I don't just happen to flip through the channels and catch it. But there was for a period of time when I was you know not playing the games but still watching wrestling. I I used to always make a mental note of when a player or when a, a wrestler did something did a move. So if I was going to create that wrestler later, yeah, I would know what move. And then it got to the point where, and I'm not super proud of this, but especially in in the No Mercy era, not only would I make a mental note of of what move they did if I was going to build them later, I would also kind of map in my head like, so th- that be a strong grapple A, yeah, that looks like a strong <laughs> grapple A move. Yeah. No, no, no. It it got more detailed than that because your strong grapple down B was always a pinning move. And mm-hmm. your side A's and B's are always your little slightly more esoteric moves. And yep. your down B is your strong grapple down B is your strongest non-finisher move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick and I built a few of these together. I don't know if you could tell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny now that you start talking about down and stuff like that. Like, I, I'm literally picturing Scott Hall's moveset, you know, like fall away slam is down, is down B. Yeah, fall away up. slam would probably be like an up B yeah, oh yeah, up B is a most people player. it would be a side A, but it was more signature for Scott Hall. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I still have Ken Shamrock's entire move set memorized. <laughs> for some reason, Ken Shamrock had a uh, fisherman suplex. Yeah, that was his front special, wasn't it? it? Yeah, fisherman suplex was his front special. That's weird. That was they used that generic front special for a lot of guys who just didn't have one. But yeah, he had a. He had a fisherman suplexes front special. And his back special was the uh, the rolling arm bar. Yeah, that makes more sense. It does. But uh, you would have, you would think like a guillotine choke or something would be more for Shamrock or you know, honestly they should have just made a, a custom move where Shamrock just shoots the leg mm. because that's what he would do. But anyway, and they, they also have the thing me. where you could double like double leg takedown and and get your uh, ground submission on it so you would just like front mm-hmm. grapple into an ankle lock yeah but then in no mercy they changed it so when you had that as a special he wouldn't do his special submission he would just do his regular <laughs> submission yeah okay so- sorry jeff we played these games a little bit <laughs> no that's all right uh well, i still i still miss the combo uh 
uh, functionality they had in the WCW games they took out when they went into the WWE. Yeah, that was a shame, especially when I was trying to make the All Japan wrestlers. And oh yeah, the, I mean, I was trying to use their I was trying to use their move set from uh, I don't remember what it was called. Those import virtual games, virtual pro wrestling, virtual pro wrestling, and they all had combos and they didn't have them in the in the WWE games. So I had to. Uh, I had to just try to wing it and watch some matches and, and fill in the gaps in the moveset. But, I mean, <laughs> the, the the combos were a big part of, of the Japan wrestling style. Hmm. Um, worth uh, worth mentioning, uh, the, the customization, and anyone who's watched Nick's, Nick's videos will, will know this, is not simply limited to the characters and movesets. It's now limited. It's now... Uh, opened up to intro intro music uh the ring the ring itself logos uh even the, pyro yeah exactly pyro even uh apparently the can import logos yeah the mic uh the mic stuff before ma- <laughs> matches it's uh, uh all the theatrics are, are part Your of titan tron well. video <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, and I assume, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't play uh, a lot of the WWF later ones. I, I don't think I played, I, I've played one since WCW went under actually. So it's been, it's been a while, but I assume now that there's things like ladder matches and cages and all sorts of options that I probably wasn't oh, familiar, yeah. with, familiar with back in the day. Uh, well, yeah, ladder matches and cage matches and uh, like falls count anywhere and other kinds of things and, and no mercy. And now you also have, you know, the elimination chamber. Mm-hmm. You have um, uh, tables, ladders, chairs, matches, hell in a cell, um, mm. s- standard cage matches, all yeah. kinds of stuff like that. I miss the I quit match. Mm. That was in that was in a couple of. Uh... I think some of the Acclaim games had that, and I think some of the some of the SmackDown games had it, but then they stopped doing it because it was kind of a silly gimmick. But it was just kind of fun because the only way you could beat your opponent is if you took the microphone and like did a move to ask them if they quit. <laughs> so absent microphones, you guys are just beating the tar out of each other, <laughs> and there's no way to end the match until one of you finds a microphone. <laughs> So it goes down to the announce table, crashes it, and, and steals the mic. Yeah, like either hand. I think I, I want to say they tried to keep enough of them lying around that you could get one. But you know, another move you could do is you could throw things at people, and if you, you know, you just threw the microphone, then it was gone, and then you try to find another one around somewhere. Otherwise, you you kept fighting. Yeah. Uh, well, I, as I recall, I I could be um. I could be wrong on this, but back in the WCW versus NWO days on N- uh, N64, etc., that was THQ. Am I am I right? THQ was the publisher. Everyone forgets that AKI was the developer. Right, and 2K took over uh, apparently what 18 years ago now, 17 years ago, something like that, and have and have pretty much a while. Yeah, yeah it's. Yeah, I, I it's somewhere I, around 15 years, I think. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I get the impression from an article that I was sent recently and some comments from you guys that since the 2K era, <laughs> uh, a lot of samey, samey year after year. Would that be fair to say in terms of the like, like, is it even a graphic bump every year or is it just the I, same I mean, thing over and over again? New rosters? If you do get a graphic bump, it probably goes hand in hand with the. Uh with a new platform. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like PlayStation two to PlayStation three. There's a bit of a graphical bump and PlayStation three to PlayStation four. I'm sure there was a graphical bump. I presume, I don't know. <laughs> I would not know, but, uh, for the most part, it was, it was just the same thing year after year after year. And I've, I, I haven't played in quite a while, but I remember playing SmackDown versus raw, which would, would have been, Maybe 15 years ago, maybe a little less than that, probably 14, 13 or 14 years ago. And then I ended up playing, I think, uh, SmackDown vs. Raw 2009 or whatever they called it. And it felt like exactly the same game to me. Hmm. It just, it, 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 I just wasn't impressed with it. And I'm, it feels, I, from what I've understand, it, it, it feels even more like the same thing to everyone else who's watching it. And they, now I think they just go with the, um, the standard 2K naming convention, which is just 2K14, 2K15, 2K16. And... Yeah, they stopped, they stopped uh, transferring the brand split to the games. And even when they brought the brand split back, they, they're just like the brand split is a function in the game rather than like, oh, okay. the games are branded to each 
But uh, uh-huh. yeah, I would say that there's. I I went in last year with 2K17, uh, just as you like. Okay, it's been a while. I'm gonna come in and see how close they've gotten to the apex that was No Mercy. And gameplay wise, I have some fundamental problems with what they do. Uh, they, um, I, I'm not gonna go into too much detail about it. The, one of the big problems they have almost a life meter it's not quite but it's close enough to be a problem in my eyes and they also have like limited counters that are triggered in this weird way that i don't think works well for a wrestling game yeah Mm -hmm. but that's just function that's just the in-game function a lot of the stuff outside of that shows a lot of promise i think they have execution problems there too because they have like you can kind of automatically generate feuds. They have stuff on the mic that'll do stuff. You can, um, uh, uh, you know, the tag team stuff, chasing after titles and kind of this sort of, uh, you actually get paid. It's weird. You have t-shirt sales and stuff. And there's these <laughs> points where it like, you know, you're in a feud, but you've been booked to fight someone else and someone else jump and, and the person you're in a feud with jumps you during a promo backstage after the match (laughs) like there are these things where it's like it feels a little bit alive with all of the stuff around the the core mechanics but it's really held back by like the mechanics for cutting a promo are really unclear uh how you win a feud is really unclear i once got into a feud won every match and then lost the feud i have no idea why (laughs) Um, it takes forever to elevate yourself in the rankings. It, um, and the load times are terrible. Oh, load load times have plagued that series from the very beginning. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awful. I've kind of given up on actually playing the game to play the game to get anywhere. And I just make the EWC videos now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you get, you seem to get more out of that. Nick, Nick. Nick, I'm just going to go way off topic here. Sorry, Jeff, I've commandeered no, the no, show. No, no, that's all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you ever play on uh, PlayStation 3 Five Star Wrestling? No. I, so don't, I, I don't think I've ever heard of this one. So it was, uh, I wrote a, a preview. Uh, let's see, I'm actually, I've just pulled the article up. So it was March in 2015, and I, I would have played this at PAX. Um, PAX East at the time. And so this is exclusive to PlayStation 3. And unfortunately, it only has couch co-op, which is a shame because otherwise we'd be playing it. But <laughs> what they basically did is they... Uh, the the studio is a serious parody, and they basically made what really felt like a lot of the old THQ AKI magic again. And they got around it by just making everybody a parody of yeah. real-life wrestlers. So yeah. mm-hmm. like some examples were uh, Johnny the Bull Maivia... <laughs> raging andy organ uh i played the game as mike iceberg <laughs> nice but it it the play and feel of it was very very close to those games that, that we used to like and so what they what they did is when they were like let, letting us have previews they basically pulled me and some other you know rando out of the crowd and like hey you guys want to play and we did and we had we had a great so he chose the rock or whatever the bull and i was i was goldberg and we there, had a there should real... so be Ken Shamrock in there as like Lenny Cloverleaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't I actually don't know if he was in there. I would have picked him obviously, so he probably wasn't. That's what I but figured. I loved this game so much. It was so much fun to play, and it was it was a lot of great back and forth. And I ended up winning the match, uh, which was funny. He did the he did the rock bottom, and I managed to kick out. But like you can. You know, it was it was a lot of timing for reversals, and you had to know you had to like be well enough versed in it so you knew when you could actually do the reversal. But then you still had to hit the button at the right time. Yeah. And if you had a special, you could reverse his special into your special. It was it was. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, very well done. And so is that one one with triggered reversals? Because that's something that I think is is a problem. It's something that was in. It, it's something that's in the two K games. It's yeah. something that was in the Legends of Wrestling games. And I, I strongly prefer the um, old No Mercy AKI style of 
you have a skill like it's skill based to get into a position to perform the move, but then it's based on momentum gives you a random number generator that gives you a chance to reverse the move. Yeah. So I be- I believe the way it worked is you had to hit the trigger at the right time, but that didn't guarantee you were going to reverse the move. Mm. So you had to hit the trigger in order to get the chance to reverse the move, but if you was if you were just being dominated, I don't believe that you would actually reverse it. Mm. But I, I again, I'm I'm thinking back to a conversation I had with the devs two years ago. So yeah, you know, obviously don't hold me to that. But it just it struck me as one of those ways that you could you could see the game and think, you know, this is this is how it probably should be done. Mm. But well, you know, with with yeah. WWE keeping the license with 2K and 2K only, you know, they're kind of the only game in town. So parody and left turn takes like that are about the only other options you have out there uh well if you're going to get a major u.s release unless you're going to go with like a a a tna or impact wrestling or global force wrestling or whatever they're calling themselves this week (laughs) yeah um which um nobody cares about or (laughs) if you're going to go japanese and get fire pro yeah which i i wanted to get to just because it is such a an uh sort of a subgenre of a genre almost so i i've only my only familiarity with the fire pro series is fire pro wrestling d on the dreamcast i have no idea what d the d stands for i don't know whether it's the fourth game or it was d for dreamcast or something but it was a japanese import uh with precious little english i had to print a 60 page booklet uh, on a dot matrix printer back in the day just to be able to uh interpret the menus to be able to play it but Geez, it was fun. Uh, you know, t- 2D graphics in a 3D, very very simple 2D graphics in a in a 3D setup. Um, lots of, I mean, as you well know, Nick, a lot of uh, a lot of moves, a lot of customization, a lot of wrestlers, a lot of characters. Lot of characters. Uh, if you like Japanese wrestling, they've got just about every archetype, if not wrestler <laughs> in it yeah. uh, i i don't am i am i correct that they're not necessarily by name but by appearance these are like all the the real guys in this game i, I don't know yeah about yeah they, they do the know. same thing where where the name is just a little bit off yeah. to, to get around any but another one of the things in the fire programs is that they have a lot of match options like you could do death matches in there and stuff so that was different yeah mm-hmm. so what what would have been the last fire pro game that came over here uh, came over to north america that was of of interest would that that have been ps2 or ps3 i'm, I'm really not up to date since uh, my, my brief time with the dreamcast version well there was a fire pro wrestling game that came out like this year and even like kotaku did this thing where they did ah. all these weird simulations and prep for uh mayweather mcgregor which was just a fluff piece for fun but yeah you know, yeah, it's it's the series is still alive. Yeah. Uh, personally, the one that I had the most uh, familiarity with was also Fire Pro Wrestling D. I played a couple others, but for the most part, you know, the uh, the core mechanics I think are are pretty consistent with your yeah. isometric view and and so forth. Uh, you know, you have to pace yourself or else you get winded and you have to stop and breathe and and so forth yeah yeah i remember that i i I remember moving around and and, uh going a bit too crazy and and seeing my stamina was affected and i thought well that's a nice little mechanic it's uh it's it's pretty deep for a game that looks so simple and uh, as i said uh even if those uh, pages i'd printed out had been in english that's still 60 pages of, of options which for what looked like a, a very simple game was surprising. The series dates back to 1989. Actually, I, di- I didn't realize it was, uh, was that old. Um, I, uh, I also want to say, was it Hideo Kojima who did the one where it ended with your character committing suicide? I, there's wow, one I that know. ends that way. And it was like either Hideo Kojima or, or, or five one or something oh, like that. There was, it, it, it sounds like Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say. Yeah, that 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 sounds like something he could pull, he'd try to pull off. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you had mentioned Slam Saturday Night Slam Masters before, Nick. Is that one that you were f- familiar with? Had any time with? I I played the hell out of that on the Super Nintendo. Uh, I mean, the moment I found out Mike Hagar was in it from Final Fight, I was, I, I was <laughs> <No>. sold. <laughs> I was like, Mayor Mayor yeah, Hagar was... in a wrestling ring. <laughs> let's let's do this. 
Yeah, that I, I uh, like me and my friend when we were kids uh, rented that a few times. Um, I forget that we we were like the we we each went as the the luchadors. I forget the names. <laughs> so it was like El Stingray and uh, Scor- something else. I, I want to say Scorpion Scorpio. or Scorpio or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, the one with the 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 kind of hidden character one with the motorcycle helmet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was a. Um... There was a a Canadian stereotype in that game called Flapjack. He he basically looked like Earthquake, uh, but he was in <laughs> in red and white, <laughs> uh, and he was a big fat guy. And he was yeah he was Canadian yeah. Needless to, needless to say, he wasn't exactly an icon. Uh, the but yeah I I like that game and the fact that it was Capcom just uh, I I don't know I mean you're you're right it did it it did feel as much like a fighting game as it did like a wrestling game but. You know, I, I look back on it now, and next to WCW versus NWO, that's probably my favorite <laughs> favorite wrestling game, and just in terms of wow. raw enjoyment I've I've had. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's been a few years. Well, a couple of questions for you guys, for you guys, because I I don't know that I'd have I, I I don't know that I'd have answers to this myself. Uh, and and I'll, co- I'll I'll ask you both, Nick. What would you want to see in a future wrestling game? I and what what do you think would reinvigorate your interest? It it sounds like that seventeen one you tried is the first one you've really given much attention in a while. Is there something that you would like to see in a wrestling game that might sort of reinvigorate your interest or wider interest in the genre? Um, I would want to see all of the core AKI mechanics come back. Mm. I uh-huh. enjoy the uh, out of the ring stuff in concept from the 2k games but all of the rules that govern it need to be shored up they they need to be made more clear to people to the player um and and the load times really need to be fixed Mm. like if if you smash those two together you'd have a really good game but yeah you really you really 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 need to fix those load times because it's just it's torture yeah. is if it still you actually... a load time every time you go to like a new area backstage <laughs> uh i don't know if i've actually yeah. gone that far backstage if it is it's not that bad yeah but i'm, you, I'm trying to you think do about get, how you do far get, back yeah like when you're doing creator wrestlers in 2k there are several different uh things that you can modify like appearance move set entrance and video package are all different and you have to go through load screens when you're uh, transitioning between these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when we're when for for those who don't know, when we're complaining about load screens in the 2K games, is because they're like a couple of minutes. They're oh, bad. Yeah. I mean, they they are you know go make a sandwich, make a phone call, you know, <laughs> pay your bills, repave the driveway. Yeah. Before I forget, are there actually on? Is there online play in any of these newer games? Like, is that? Oh yeah, yeah. Two K has online play. So you've got mm-hmm. load times and online play. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have nothing against online play as much as I prefer the couch co-op because that's how I've done it. I mean, uh, uh, Nick and I have not played a wrestling game with each other since that one time we I think we went to your office and we played all those people. Yeah. I got the I got the playback on my old uh my old atomic purple again. That was fun. Yep, yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah, after 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 all the the game playing we did in college, uh I did a couple of runs of try of uh with mixed results reviving the concept. Um but it did lead to one of the most uh sort of awesome bits where um we ran a Royal Rumble a competitive Royal Rumble for the belt because we had a we had an actual belt, a replica belt for the champion. <laughs> nice. Um, and it was me, <laughs> and I had beaten a bunch of people for it, and just to get it off me to kind of uh, inspire a bit more uh, uh, participation and energy about the whole thing. We ran a Royal rumble. I drew number one. Everyone else drew numbers. So I was pretty much guaranteed to lose. And it was like an hour and a half and people got really into it. (laughs) Uh, Greg, 
what what yes. what do you think what would you like to see uh up to and including anything nick mentioned and and what do you think All if right. anything would uh potentially reinvigorate your interest in the genre or so, or everyone else like uh, you know a public renaissance interest in getting okay. games too so um outside of aki um because we've already established that they did it best mm. uh, i i think we we need to sort of get out of the Madden concept of we need to just release an updated roster every year. Yeah. But other than that, and it'd be nice if some other companies could go in and try to. I mean that I the the SmackDown and it's the same SmackDown engine because it feels almost exactly the same. I'm sure they've done stuff, and I'm sure some devs are yelling at their iPod device. Sorry, I just sounded like a 80 year old man there for a moment. <laughs> These All new these fangled newfangled kids. devs with their iPod <laughs> devices. <laughs> They're listening to their i things and so but you know I, I'm sure it's been updated, but it feels the same. I it it just feels like they're they're trying to reanimate the corpse every year and send it out there and, and have it be the fighting engine. And you know, the the thing when we when we look at the games that we really loved and, and not sort of the niche games like the arcade style or, you know, Mike Hagar, but when you look at, you know, the games that really did it well, and let's mm. let's also take a moment to acknowledge that the games that did it best came out like seventeen, eighteen years yeah. ago. Uh those games they did it because there was a, a good core mechanic and set of rules that worked and it was it was simple enough that you could understand it, but it was complicated enough so that there was depth into what you were doing. And and SmackDown, it started to go that direction, and it changed. I remember at one point in time, and I was super impressed. And it was uh, in one of the SmackDown iterations. They went to the. They had so much detail to the extent that there was a decided difference between the Kurt Angle ankle lock and the Ken Shamrock ankle lock. <laughs> And I mean, and so that's kind of what you want to do. It's it's attention to detail. Yep. It's those little things like that. It's the 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 robustness of the engine and a set of rules that makes sense. You know, you need to have some some established. You know, okay, if I go for a strong grapple too soon, what's going to happen? If I try a weak okay. grapple, and you know what, the strong grapple, weak grapple is a great system, and that needs to to always be a thing mm. because yeah, I want to yeah, say that's... it was oh, was the Xbox game raw maybe for the Xbox that tried to get rid of stronger weak grapples and that was just a mess. Yeah, and... th that's one of the things that No Mercy and the AKI games had great because it for your 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 game the the grabs in the game were sort of rated by strength and the attacks that you could associate in those slots were expanded on the stronger the grab you had. You know, your weak A's were this set, your weak B's were this set, your strong grabs were this set, your finishers included all of this stuff. And that's not really, that hierarchy isn't in place in the 2K games huh. really right now. Uh, on top of that, the having a whole bunch of different versions of moves, I mean, that's cool, but it's also kind of a double-edged sword. Because there are a lot of moves in, in 2K17 that are super similar, and they have all these different names. They, they don't really describe themselves very well, so to find the move you want takes forever. <laughs> and there's moves where you're like, okay, I, I, I just want to I, I want a bulldog. I want to put this – I want to make this like a signature move, so I want to put it everywhere I can. But there's some positions where – it's just not an option. Like, why not? I don't know. And then they've got other positions where there's like three choices available. And you're like, why do we even have this here? Uh, oh, but th there was actually one thing I thought of that was in one uh, not too well-known game that I do want to see brought into other games because I don't think I've ever seen it in another game. And that is one of the really early PlayStation 1 wrestling games called Power Move Pro Wrestling, which, by the way, has awesome main title music look it up <laughs> um but it has a uh, a mechanic in there where if you have someone in a submission and it's either an illegal submission or uh your opponent grabs the ropes you have to a five count to let go oh mm. okay or you get and if you don't let go or... you get disqualified okay well that's the rules yeah 
and and they don't have that in other stuff. The closest thing they have to that is in the L. I think it's the LJN Super NES games where you could knock out the ref and start cheating. Like yeah, that's you, right. You unlocked eye gouges and chokes. Eye gouges and chokes if you knocked out the ref, and then if you knocked out the ref enough, he actually would quit. Yeah. Like he'd get up and he'd just like wave his hands like ah forget this, and then he would just leave. And then at that point, I think it was you won by TKO or something like that. <laughs> peculiar but yeah huh. cool um well be- one final question before we sign off i don't know why this didn't occur to me sooner um how do we feel about wrestlers that appear in other fighting games like do you guys ever find yourself uh you know with playing zangief or wolf or, or any of the other wrestlers that appear in fighting games uh, like actual fighting games like street fighter etc or they... My I main is king in tech. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna That's say, true. I was gonna say, I was pretty sure Nick uh, did favor a couple of wrestlers, and yeah, Wolf Wolf's my guy uh, for the most part in in uh, in Virtua Fighter. Uh, Another really uh, 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 esoteric one, um, Fatal Fury Wild Ambition mm-hmm. was the like late, I think late '90s, early 2000s 3D uh, Fatal Fury game, and that one Raiden was my main, which also fits because Raiden's a rip on um, Vader, who's like one of my favorite wrestlers oh, ever. Okay, wow, it's funny. I, I have uh, uh, Fatal Fury. It's not actually a Fatal Fury game. For some reason, they slapped the name on it, uh, Mark of the Wolves. And uh, there's this, <laughs> there's a Mexican wrestler in it who wears a hawk head helmet called uh, the Griffin. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think he's actually out of that series as well, uh, Final Fight series as well. Well, thank you guys. Uh, I. I couldn't have uh, picked two better subject matter experts, as as they say. <laughs> uh, and uh, here's wishing you luck in your next uh, digital ring forays, whether they're on the Enthusiax videos or, or elsewhere. Uh, as I mentioned at the, st- the start of the show, you can follow us on Twitter, at Enthusiax, or our YouTube channel where we do our Let's Plays and other video content. Our email address for this podcast is pointstreak at Enthusiax.com. If you have any questions feedback or suggestions for show ideas thanks again to nick and greg thank you for listening join us again on another episode of point streak thank you guys goodbye see ya